0: Welcome to the Home Church Podcast, where we bring you relevant teaching, faith conversations and much, much more. We want to thank you for joining us today. We hope this message inspires you and builds your faith. Good morning, Home Church. Today we continue the series we began last week with our Pastor Andrew on Dangerous Prayers. Pastor Andrew's talked last week based on Psalms 139, where David Ask the question, search my heart, O God, and know me. We continue this week talking about break me. It's interesting, the book written by Craig Rochelle prompts these very deep and what we call dangerous prayers. And in fact, Craig Rochelle says, could breaking be as necessary to our growth as it is to a baby bird cracking away the shell around it, or as a creature coming out of a cocoon. He also goes on to say that he believes that there is a blessing on the other side of breaking. Today, as we explore this prayer, break me, I want us to take encouragement and maybe be inspired to take this journey too. Could this really be God's way of moving you and me from glory to glory? Every time we experience something in life, it can either create an impression or an indelible mark that changes us for the good or the worst. What we're talking about here is a God who wants to do something unique in us and is asking us whether we are prepared to pray such a dangerous prayer. Let's set the context for this message. It begins in Mark 14 verse 3 where we see in the house of Simon the leper Jesus was gathered with a few individuals and they were sitting chatting and eating. Now he's called Simon the leper because Jesus had healed him but because there were other Simons it helped differentiate which simon this was and so while they were there a woman enters the house in fact she was not invited so she herself breaks through breaks in um, not physically but she enters the house with a alabaster box because she was carrying this box we understand that she was in fact a prostitute the alabaster box was something that represented their trade. It was a precious box filled with a beautiful scented uh, incense or perfume. And it allowed them to use it to help their customers identify that this was somebody available for business. What was interesting was that here was somebody who had lived a life built on indignity and was a, a disrepute, but Jesus treats her with dignity. And though she was full of shame, he helped her feel worthy. It's interesting imagining that in this one moment, this expensive box was actually worth a year's salary. So imagine uh, her whole livelihood for the year, she spent all in that one moment. Imagine in this one moment, one single display of worship giving the whole amount to Jesus. There's a whole powerful message in that by itself. Also, she was parting with her past, her profession, and her livelihood, and she was literally saying, there's no going back. She had broken and released everything that she had to Jesus in an act of worship. Here, we see in the same passage that It represented this symbolic act, because later on in the same passage, we're seeing Jesus talking about his own breaking. But here, prior to that, he's anointed and prepared. I just want to make that note that often before our breaking, God does give us some preparation. He tells us that he will never give us more than we can bear. So I want to encourage you that where fear might be behind this prayer remember that that god will always prepare you for what is ahead it's interesting that when we talk about the rest of the passage now mark 14 verse 22 um, here we see it's all about the lord's supper and in it Jesus describes, and he says, the Holy Communion. This is my body that was broken for you, he goes on to say, and this is my blood that was shed. I particularly like to read it from 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 24 to 26. It actually says this, he says, And when he had given thanks, he broke the bread which he was holding, and he said, This is my body which was broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This is my cup of the new covenant, my blood, and he's saying this is was shed for you. Do this as often as you do it, you do it in remembrance of me. Now, for those of you who have already taken communion with us this morning, um, you will have already gone through reenacting this process. Now It can appear to be a ritual, but I believe, as Craig Rochelle does in his book, that maybe God was inviting us to do more than simply take the ritual of communion. Maybe he was inviting us to, like himself, experience a daily breaking, that like him, maybe we can be poured out. Or maybe like him, we can experience a life of humility, sacrifice, generosity, and that leads to joy. It's interesting also that when you read the passage, and I want us to really note this though, that because when we're talking about breaking, we can often think, why? Why should I engage in that process? But what you can miss in this text is that it doesn't just say, Uh, this was my body broken. It says it was broken for. So I want us to really hold that moment because the breaking isn't a random act. It isn't an insignificant act. It is being broken for something. So we're saying here that when God answers the prayer of break me, it is going to be for a purpose because Jesus was broken for his purpose and so in doing that it lets us understand that Jesus is not asking us to simply play a dangerous prayer for the sake of it he's saying that connected to your purpose there should be a breaking something in yourself that God has to break in order to qualify and prepare you for what lies ahead. Interesting idea. Most of us, when we're going for a job, we'll go through training, or if we're gonna run a race, we go through some kind of training. Could this be what is required for us to be fit for purpose here in the kingdom of God, doing and following what he has already done. He says, often as you do this, you show my death until I come. You see, brokenness in this process, we come to the end of ourselves. It is how we die to pride and crucify the lusts of the flesh, how we destroy selfishness that empowers us to live also by faith. So, when we're saying break me, God, we are literally saying, like Jesus, that we would want to be crucified in terms of our flesh and our desires, like he was, so that we can be effective or fit for purpose. We see here that uh, when we look at why this should happen, in Philippians chapter 4, in fact, no, Philippians 3 and verse 10, Paul puts forward this question. He says that I might know him in the power of his resurrection and that I may share in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. This made me realise that in breaking or being broken, we become much more in fellowship with God. We get to know him through our breaking. Isn't that interesting? It's not just by... Uh, reading our Bible or praying. It is by fellowshipping with what he has done. In fact, he tells us that we should take up our cross and follow after him. And it's interesting that in this process, Jesus, when he's talking about this is my body and this is my blood, that he, he uses things that are representative of crushing and breaking. Now, before we proceed, I want us to really examine this because some of us might be saying, well, you know, I've already been through traumatic situations in my life. Why should I be praying to experience maybe another breaking? But what's different about this is that we can go through something that doesn't change us. In fact, it can leave us bitter or angry. We can often feel that God has forsaken us during that process but when we engage in this prayer we're actually saying to god i want you to use something in my life that will make me fit for my purpose and i know there's going to be some kind of breaking that will make me fit for that so lord break me and i will cooperate with you through this so that out of it i will be changed So that is the difference between saying, well, maybe I've already gone through something challenging and praying a prayer intentionally to say, Lord, help me process this with you. And when we begin to engage that prayer, we will understand the power that comes out of that processing. Now, think about it. Jesus says, lifting up the bread, this is my body that was broken. Now, we know that bread doesn't just happen. It's a, a, a combination of actually ground wheat that makes the flour that actually then becomes the bread. We know the wine doesn't just appear, it actually is grapes crushed, processed to become wine. So, in all of these situations from the alabaster box to the crushing of the, the bread, the, the wheat in fact, to make the bread and the grapes to make the wine. There is this consistent interweaving of crushing and pressing. All of it which Jesus embraced for the joy that was set before him. And he's letting us know that this is a kingdom process. And so in keeping with the crushing of wheat, and uh, the grapes, I have decided to also use the examples of some food. I want you to walk with me on this journey. This, in this bowl, is the ingredients for a carrot and uh, potato soup. Now, I've got all the ingredients here. You can see I've got carrots, I've got potatoes, I've got an onion, I've actually got, which I think is always quite nice to add a little bit of mint. And here is some thyme. And then of course we have the seasoning of pepper and salt. Now, if I was to say to you, would you like a bowl of soup? And I presented this bowl to you as it is, that, first of all, isn't soup and it wouldn't be something that you could drink because all of the ingredients right now remain separate. But in order to become one, they have to go through a process. Now the process that will make this soup become one is heat. So once the heat is turned on, then all the ingredients have to be prepared and then placed in the pot. Now, what the heat will do, it will put the, the, the whole of this through a process of being broken down. For example, if I just break this carrot, it doesn't make it any more soup than if it was whole. So the kind of breaking will be particular and relevant to the purpose of what we're trying to achieve. So you will find that your breaking will be different to mine because you're not gonna become carrot soup. You might find actually that you're gonna become a lamb soup or something else like that, or a chop even. The process is completely different based on the intentional outcome of the four. What am I preparing it in this way for? I'm doing all of this to create carrot and potato soup. What happens when the heat is turned on, if it's too low, the process can take very long. And I believe that often the way we cooperate with God can often speed up the process because we are saying, yes, Lord, I'm becoming fit for purpose. But as long as it is necessary, this group of vegetables will remain on the heat until it reaches the intended outcome. So the more higher I put the flames, the quicker it's going to break down. But they do say that something that is slowly cooked releases a much more concentrated and flavoursome cook or meal So this here is going to have the heat placed underneath it. All the ingredients now begin to break down to become one. I want to encourage you today that every single day in our kitchens, things are going through this process. In companies around the world, there are things being heated up, beaten with mallets, forged, in order to create something new. And when we look through the Bible, we see countless examples of people going through their break me experience. For example, look at the three Hebrew boys in the fire. What do they say? That they're prepared to stay in the flames and not bow even if God doesn't deliver them. But what happens? is that God turns up in the fire. So if I was to compare that to the soup, I would say because the carrots are the main ingredient, that this will be God in the fire. He's the one that's going to determine what you come out to be, because it will be together with him. So while the onion may be very proud and boastful about what or who it is, it's going to be dominated by the flavour of the carrot. Because this here is about the carrot soup. So that's why when we say, break me, God, we're literally saying, Lord, I'm willing to become more like you. I'm willing to let you be the the dominant flavour in my life. I'm willing to let you be the one that allows the world to smell what's inviting it won't be about me It will be about you so that sweet smelling fragrance of that life of Christ manifests because why it's no longer me that's manifesting it's no longer I that lives but it's you Jesus who's living in me and so here what we're talking about is our willingness to say yes Lord I want you to Turn up the heat. Some of you are asking even right now, what's my purpose? Can I tell you that your purpose is always on the other side of a being broken, a brokenness. It's always on the other side of a break me prayer. Because what you are saying, Lord, I am now ready to be fit for the purpose that you have designed me for. This is what Jesus says, in Matthew 26 and verse 28 he says for this my blood of the Covenant which is this is, is this what he says this is my blood of the Covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins he was saying that I went through my crushing I went through my pressing I went through all of that for you that's why in Isaiah he says he was wounded for He was bruised for. He went through taking the stripes for. So he was wounded for our transgressions. That's the breaking. He was bruised for our iniquities. And his stripes were so that we could be healed. Can I encourage you today to pray that prayer? A good few years ago in my own life, I remember saying to God, I want to be fully poured out. I prayed a bold prayer saying, God, I want everything you have for me in this life. I want to be able to fulfil it. And I want to leave this earth fully poured out. Who told me to say that? I think the words succinctly put by Graham Cook, it was like God opened a door, pushed me into a dark cupboard and kicked the living daylights out of me. Because all of a sudden I was now being broken and molded into something that he wanted me to be. I suffered all kinds of challenges from uh, financial to, to emotional. But with hindsight, I realized he was preparing me for my ultimate purpose. And I'm so clear of what that is. But it wouldn't have happened without the breaking. It wouldn't have happened without me saying, Lord, because that's literally what I was saying. But I'm so happy that I now know what I was born to do. May you be encouraged to become what you were designed to be. May you let God flavor your life. And may you find it in the crushing and the pressing He will make new wine out of you and be invited to pray that prayer today. Lord, break me that like you, I can be poured out and become one with the power of your resurrection and the fellowship of your suffering. May God bless you today. I hope that you will explore this for yourself, that you will get the book, And begin to do your own research as what it means to be broken and put back together to become a beautiful carrot and potato soup that you can literally say to somebody here, taste and see that the God I serve is good. May God encourage you today to pray that prayer. Maybe you would like to do that with me right now and just say, Lord, break me. Take my heart, my mind, everything about me and I put them in your hands that you will use whatever means you can to make me into what I should be. Do that for me today, Lord. And maybe you don't know Jesus and you need to take the first step into saying, God, I actually too want you to make my life purposeful because you designed me. If that's you, pray this prayer with me. Dear Jesus, I come to you as a sinner needing to be saved by your grace. Forgive my sins, coming to my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior, in Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, reach out to someone at Home Church, or someone that you know, and tell them about the decision that you've made. And I hope that one day you too will be able to pray this prayer, Lord, break me and make me fit for purpose. May God bless you.